The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send him my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the first on location but not live version of the Todd Berry Podcast. I've been on location a couple of times. I did one in Chicago, the live episode. You love that one. Did one in Montreal in front of a packed house of 22 people <laughs> in a 400-seat high-ceiling conference room. <laughs> you guys enjoyed that one. But now I'm in a studio with proper microphones, not the thing I use in my kitchen. So you, people who complain about that kind of shit... <laughs> You can't complain about that for this episode, this episode, which is featuring Eddie Pepitone. Eddie. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for having me, man. This is uh, a very nice setup. This is a weird setup. Let me just paint a picture of what we're doing here. We're in a studio. You'd think we'd be sitting around a table with like clove cigarettes. Well, I am smoking clove cigarettes. No, you would think we'd be sitting around a table with mugs of coffee. We're in two high-top barstool chairs facing each other like we're having a staring contest. But we're not. We're going to have a lively three- to four-hour conversation. <laughs> Eddie, now, you did a show with me last night. You I opened did. for me. You opened for me. I want to hit that I... a little hard. <laughs> you were my opening act. Yes. Well, you, uh, you <clears throat> opened for me once. Oh, that's true. In Gotham. In Gotham Comedy Club, so yeah, I there's a like, difference. Yeah, I'll do a... this. I'll do this. No, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Yeah, nice, nice crowd there. I they ate you up. <laughs> Did they? I I love Largo. It's a it's nice a, place. It's a cool venue. Yeah, right? it's got that uh, theater thing, that red, thick curtain. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theater. It mm-hmm. is a theater, actually. So it's not that theater thing. I like it. It feels like uh, home turf for me. How about you? I mean, you... I like it there. Yeah, it's one of the places I in any time. Yeah, you I'm always go like Largo. Come to Largo is what we're saying. If you come to Los Angeles, but I love watching you do crowd work because oh yeah, I did. I'm crowd so work wound up on stage. I'm so like my thing is that I cannot do stand up if I am not. In a frenzied emotional, like I have to invest emotionally. And what I love about your crowd work is that you just let it, you let it come to you and uh, you let people, you know, just reveal the stuff that's funny. Whereas I, I would jump on it too quickly. I, I would be forcing stuff. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? You're in a, you're in a band and what's the name of it? But when you're like, and you just kind of. You're just mellow, and you kind of wait it out, and, and then you zing them. You zing them good. I should tell them that I did an all-crowd work show. Oh, oh they I, don't know? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I always assume people don't know anything about me or the theme of my tours or anything about me. God. <laughs> Maybe it's because I don't reveal anything. 
I don't go on stage emotionally frenzied like you do. I have to, or else I kind of just flatline. Now, have you ever... You've never, like, opened for anyone. Has anyone ever, like... I would think, like, a band would want you to open for them. You'd be good to open for a band. Yeah, I would be good for bands, right? It would be... Even though I don't like crowds that are not 100% into me. Like, it's... I, I Aren't rock crowds, like... Uh, just they're fucking talking. They're well, it high. If it, if it depends on who you're working with. If you get someone that has a nice civilized audience, that's true. That's true. I don't know why I'm wishing you more opening act gigs. <laughs> hey, you know who if you they should, pay well. you should yeah. <laughs> you should open for a band at a rock club for seventy five dollars. <laughs> I start applying online to open for uh, punk bands. You should. I think it would be funny. I think it's actually a great idea. You should you do it. So? Just I'll be known as the. Was there ever a. Did Kinnison ever do that? Do you know that? I, I consider you a comic historian for some reason. I am, because I'm old. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, you're older. <laughs> oh, that hurts that to hurt. find out that I am older than everyone. Uh, you thought we were. We're very close in age. <laughs> Are we? Oof. How are you dealing with that? <laughs> Out here yeah. in Hollywood, it's. It's, uh, you know, you can't say you're, you know, I tell people I'm 38. Really? Yeah. Do you, like, you stick to it? Mm-hmm. And they laugh. And, <coughs> but I, but I tell them, I'm, or what I've been doing, another thing I've been doing is lie 10 years above what I am. Like I'm. Oh, that's fun. I'm 54 and I'll come into a room and say I am 67. And they say, you look great for your age. You know what, though? I've said that, and that gets laughs, too, but there's been a couple of times where it gets nothing, and I think, Jesus Christ, right. that do blew I up in look... Your face. It blew up in my face. Well, that's what comedy... You know, comedy is about taking risks. I know. I, I'm, I should reiterate, I'm on a crowd work tour now. Nothing now, riskier than that. I would think so. No, nah, it's not. I no? Think, I don't know. You do it so... You, you're confident... I wonder if after this you could call your next show an all material show. I was thinking, <laughs> and you don't do any about, crowd work. I was thinking of doing that because I. But what would be funny? I don't want to be like, oh, he's just the guy who doesn't do any jokes, <laughs> except in a context of a show where I don't do any jokes. Now this is interesting, your crowd work tour, because um, whenever I've seen you, I, I never your crowd work was always really good, but I never. I never thought of you doing an entire what, – what was it that made you do this? Um, well, it's nice to be on your podcast, first of all. <laughs> I know. No, it's a conversation. <laughs> you can it is, me, right? You can ask me questions. I'm just – that was just – I took an easy That was job. another thing that happened in the show last night, folks, that uh, uh, Todd was asking anybody else – anybody else want to talk and somebody asked him a question and Todd just shot back. This is not a and a <laughs> We're not to the Q&A portion of my act yet. What I think is ballsy is the way that, you know, people are reticent to participate and then when they do, you shit on them. And that's such a little fine line there. Like you're you're shitting on them, but they were all good sports left. Yeah. Do you find they're all good sports? Yeah, except the guy who walked out. You got some of the biggest laughs on that. A guy just goes Todd Todd addresses a guy and the guy just goes, uh, my bus is here. Yeah, well, I was talking to his friend for who was like a complete live wire, talking a lot, and then somehow we mentioned his friend who's sitting next to him, so it seemed natural to go, "Hey, buddy, you know what what's going on with you?" And he goes, "My buzz is here." He gets up and leaves. Well, the best part about it though is when his friend said uh, he's shy, he's and shy. you pointed out that shy people 
don't <laughs> cause a scene as they're <laughs> leaving. But your best line, and it may have been the best one of the show, was uh, his friend said he's not into uh, – what was it? He's not into – Talking in crap, and you were like, "He's not into being civil." <laughs> we're recapping the. I show. know this is great. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys feel like you were at the show? I'm talking to my listeners right now. Do you feel like you were at the show? So I have five cats. You have five and a cats? dog. You really have five cats? Yeah. I'm married now, and I don't have kids. L- look at how I've completely <laughs> from your show. Let's no, get into me. I no, five, well, you're the guest. I don't need. Right. I didn't come here. I didn't five invite cats you. and a dog, man, and and uh, no kids. I got married in the end of November, and all of a sudden, Todd, I'm like super. Not, kind of domesticated like i'm like oh man just before i came here for the podcast i was like hey one of the cat's faces looked puffy <laughs> and you i, I was flushed that's adorable <laughs> no that's no why you get a cat. <laughs> do you see this crowd work folks <laughs> will you go to port now todd is traveling with this portland anchorage <laughs> i want to talk more about your puffy face cat because okay. i'm worried well the, the cat's face looked swollen. I shouldn't said puffy. It looked swollen, and I've become like such a daddy to my animals uh, that, like, like, like they had to go to the emergency. One of them had to go to the emergency room the other day because it got uh, it got scratched by one of the other cats. And I'm like, I'm like putting a cat in a cat. Anyway, I'm, what I'm getting at is that I have I have a lot of responsibility now. I know you have five cats. How big is your apartment? I mean, and I saw dog. your documentary. It didn't seem huge. I moved. I moved. It's um, it's bigger now. It's 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 two floors. Two uh, floors? Two, it's, 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 it's two bedrooms. How much did you make off that documentary? <laughs> Nothing yet. Two floors. Nothing. You didn't make any money off that documentary? No. I, I thought it was a really good documentary. It was pretty good, right? Yeah, it was. You were good in it. You had a line oh, yeah, that was yeah. crucial to Act no. Three. Are you serious? I thought it was crucial you, to Act Three. I think, <laughs> I think you could have easily cut me out. What you did? I was, had nothing to do with. What it. you did was worse than cutting me out. You put me in for like an eighth of a second. Don't say I. 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 You know, with my little name underneath my face, <laughs> like, oh, this is the guy who oh, said half a sentence. Uh-huh. Yeah, you fucked, well, you're you the type of guy up. who's too compelling, I believe. Yeah, to... I would have stolen focus. Yeah, you don't want it. It would have been the only thing people talked about. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yes. Um, yes. So you have five cats. How do you how do you wrangle five cats? Well, they're actually they actually uh... they're just all over the place. How many litter boxes? Three. Three litter. Yeah. See, I want to get a cat, but I don't even. You want, don't I, ha- but you try. You. I travel, but I also. It's more the litter box than the trap. I feel like you can always find someone. Hey, that's you true. Watch my little kitty cat. That's true. My little cutie. You should get one. They're sweet. I like them. They're sweet. But where do you put that litter? See, box? I had two. My wife had three when we met. Oh my so, god! So boom, it was five, and then we got a dog, Charlotte, who is so lovely. They're all rescues. My wife is a big animal person. You, you don't know? have like Sharpays and. And those cats without a tail or whatever. <laughs> I want to show cat is what I want. You know, there's I want to show cat. There's there's certain types of cats that fly and shit. You ever you ever you you always puzzled by animal like you just watch so many animal specials and videos. You're like, does it are there cats that fly? <laughs> no, because when you what triggered that was you saying, uh, 
the cat with no tail, right? And I forget what it's those are. It's a minx, right? Is that a minx? Oh, right. Or manx? Or manx. 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 Manx, I think it is. I think it's manx. Is it manx? I think so. Someone will correct us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, they, they kind of just, they. what's amazing about, the, seriously, what's amazing about them is to watch them coexist and they, and they, and they just kind of find their own little niches, you know? And they like each other? They don't hiss at each other? Well, the two, there's two girls and they're both like... Like uh, high status, and so they have they they get into some, and that scares me. By the way, that's when when cats are fighting, it's impossible to wrangle them because they're just in this fucking state. I, I would compare it to the state I go on stage with, you know, this frenzied emotional state. <laughs> but no, when they're fighting, though, do they fight with a notebook also? <laughs> that was not. Duh. Nope. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, and, and you're supposed to not get between them. One of them got uh, one of them clawed the other one. Are you supposed to let them like a hockey no, fight? Or you no, just stand no, there and man. Them? You just you gotta try to get spray spray bottles. Really? Mm. Maybe you have too many cats. Yeah, I know. But what are we gonna do? I mean, that's that's what we. What do. happened with the puffy face one? We never found oh, out. Fuck, man! I was like looking at her today. And uh, and I've been making trips now. This is by you know ma- I've been making this two. Let's see. I took her to the emergency room recently for that fight, and then the other the, the dog had to go to the vet. So I just looked at it, and, and first I got flushed with fear. I was like, and this is what happens with me. I become such a like daddy. I've been like, what the fuck is going on with Katie's face? What the fuck? And I get. I get like, holy shit, because, and I had to come to your podcast, and I'm like, and I start weighing into my head, well, it's Todd Barry, but Katie's face is puffy. <laughs> so, it, Barry, this is, this is like something. I left early last night. Yeah, I don't did. think he'll forgive me if I have he to. He left take. my show early after I gave him a killer opening slot for me. I don't know what he got paid, but probably more than he usually gets. <laughs> it was, it was. And he bolts, claiming what, to go home to his cats? I don't, I don't understand. I wasn't on stage that long. So do you think so? Your cat. This is like a, a breaking story. Then that your cat has. A, you yeah, left so, the house like moments so what, ago. So what I did is I, yeah. is I hung with her uh, for like a half an hour, and I was like, I look, I was like, let me not panic about this shit, and uh, it didn't look too too swollen at all. And I, I'm like, what the fuck could be going on? So I, I think she's okay, actually. But if it, if it gets any worse or it looks weird, I'm gonna take her in. I've been dealing with all kinds of stupid shit like that lately like this one's sick my car is fucked like I just want to do comedy and you know all this stuff I'm putting this under the umbrella of I'm growing up because in the past I would never have dealt with this shit I would have been like the cat's gonna fucking you know what it'll be fucking fine I can't deal you know but now I'll take it to the vet if it has to in the past I would have been like fuck it who who cares? Do you? I have, wouldn't. I didn't own any. Animals. Do you have health insurance for your cats? <laughs> does, that, people, does that even exist? People do actually. Have well, it that sounds stuff. like it's a good idea, right? And there's I don't like, know. I don't know how that works, but I should because it's getting expensive. Are they in SAG? <laughs> God, this is getting. This is so show busy. Except for the cat talk, it's really. This is a lot of people are like, well, I don't get any of these super, super inside 
Showbiz. Mm -hmm. So you were in a fight with someone before you, out in the parking lot, weren't you, before you came in here? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, more bullshit. Like, uh, I was out here. Well, you you live in New York, right? Out here, dude, I, I was in the car with my wife, and we were just, I was actually parked. And I see this guy coming down the street, like, really, coming down the street really fast through my rear view. Through my rearview mirror, I'm like, something's up with this guy. He swerves to his right, takes out a mirror, a mirror of another car, and then he just collapses on his steering wheel, hits the car that I'm parked in front of, totals that car. That car hits my car. Holy shit. And I've got damage to my car. And this guy is passed out. In his fucking car. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I had just gotten back from a month in London. I had did the Soho Theater. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and no, I'm serious, but that was weird because I was just back in L.A. I was like, I really dug London. I wasn't in a car. I hate being in a car out here because it's, you know, the, the traffic is insane. And this guy's passed out. Supposedly he had a seizure. Um, that sounds got, like he had he's kind of like foaming out of his mouth. However, you think you don't however, think he was faking it, do you? I do, and I'll really? tell you. I'll tell you why. Okay, because he's passed out. He's kind of got foam kind of coming out of his mouth. Um, and there's all these kids who are around. They're all everybody's going. You are right, right. He finally comes to, and he and he's just in this day state. The airbag had had deployed. I'm like, I'm partly concerned about him, and I'm partly like, I don't believe that my car got rear-ended. I got to deal with this shit now. The, it was my wife's car, by the way. I'm driving, and the only thing, you know, if it's my car again, I'm like the type of guy like, oh, it's got a dented panel. Who? gives a shit because going through insurance which is what the fight was about right before I came in here I'm I have waited this happened in Mar in uh in uh, May it is now the end of September I have not received payment for this fucking accident anyway this is what I want to tell you about the guy who passed out he comes to people are like are you all right all right he hears sirens as soon as he hears sirens we were waiting for the cops as soon as he hears sirens he puts the car in gear and, and leaves takes off almost running down a couple of kids did you get his license oh we got every check this out so he's gone he's gone he like tears through red lights so what the fuck is that? And I'm standing there. The first people who arrived were firemen. And uh, we're telling them about the guy. The guy took off. And all of a sudden, some dude comes back. I would say 15 minutes have passed. A dude comes back. He's got pictures of the guy. He goes, hey, man, this guy crashed his car about six blocks from here. And he fled on foot. And he got, gave me the picture of the guy. Oh, you mean this was after he, after he, after he fled hit from and your run, totaled another car, hit my car, uh, took out a mirror of another car. He, when he came to, yeah, from his quote unquote seizure, 
Yeah. Uh, he crashed the car again and fled on so foot. How did, so how did that guy know? How did that guy happen to be there? That guy followed. That guy was a good Samaritan at the scene of my accident. Oh, and he followed that and guy. And he followed oh, the my guy God. until he story. crashed his car, gave me the picture of the guy. I had it on my phone and I posted it on Facebook. <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do in that. You're not supposed to call the cops. Well, I would... No, we did. We dealt with the cops. We gave the cops the picture. And um, and uh, for some reason, I they, they impounded the guy's car. But I didn't think they had caught him yet. And, and like an asshole, I said, do you know this guy? <laughs> and it was him. Like, it was a funny picture of him. The guy had caught him. He just stepped out of the car and he was just looking around. But we got the guys. Yeah. And now we're dealing with this lunatic. But did they ever find the guy? Oh, yeah. So what are they doing with him? This is an interesting story. Yeah. Um, well, I just recently was contacted by a cop. And I've never had stuff like this. Like, I get scared. I get scared when there's things like, can you come down and uh, go through? this? Oh, well, I had it on my machine, first of all. I, I don't like dealing with police. Uh, hi, this is Detective Meniscus. That's his actual name, which is some kind of Barty body part. This is Detective Meniscus, and I'm here with Sergeant Tendonitis. No, it was Detective Meniscus, and he's like, uh, I was wondering if you could uh, come down to Panorama City, which is the actual name of a fucking city here, Panorama City, and I don't mean to be in too inside show business there, but that's the exact name of the city. Can you come down and go through some photos and identify this guy? And uh, Because, uh, like an asshole, I had deleted that picture I had. Of him. Oh, you know, so you don't. You'd have, so you'd I haven't. Have... I haven't committed to that yet because partly I'm like, and this is everything. Why would you delete that picture? I don't understand. I, I, that was. I had it in my phone, and uh, I have like thirty thousand pictures in my phone. Well, what what is going on with my phone that it's saying I need more storage space? What the fuck is going on with my iPhone five? <laughs> I don't know. I know it said I needed more storage space, so I got rid of all these. So you got pictures. rid of. Hey, why don't I get rid of these evi- the evidence? <laughs> I know what an asshole. This really traumatic event. I right? also had murders. I also was involved in other crimes. No, that that was. Did you find the Facebook post? Because then no, you could download I, it off that. I think I deleted that too. You deleted the post. Also. Yeah, because I thought it was weird. Did you go? Did you in wash? Retro- did you wash the guy's car so his fingerprint? <laughs> <laughs> did you do? Did you pay for his lawyer also? I I have what? I have put him in a witness protection yeah. program. That's a photo you save and also put into Dropbox. Ah, oh, you see, I don't. I'm an idiot. That's going to be in the cloud, so you can retrieve it anywhere. Ah, do you understand the cloud thing? Only to only <laughs> in the sense that I can make a Dropbox reference. <laughs> because I have iCloud, and I'm that not quite know. sure what the fuck. That is doing for me. I don't think I upgraded. To, I didn't upgrade a mountain lion, so I don't think I can use iCloud. Mountain lion. Yeah, I'm, I'm a snow leopard guy. <laughs> what is that? I think I've heard of that. It's an operating system oh, okay. on your computer. Do yeah. you use a Mac? I do now. Yeah. For your tweeting. Uh yes. So, do you know if they that guy got arrested? You know what? This is the most hilarious thing about it. The next day after the accident. He had filed an insurance claim. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Unbelievably, he had coverage. So I don't think he was arrested, even though they're asking me to go through photos to identify him. <coughs> you know, he 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 claimed he had a seizure. But why was he 
you know, splitting and abandoning the car. Yeah. He looked really fucked up. He it he could have had a seizure, but it looked like it was uh, drug induced. Well, know? I was thinking maybe he had a seizure, and in addition to a seizure, he had something in his car he didn't want them to find. Why would he abandon the car? Oh, he took it from the car, you mean? I and ran? Oh, he, he abandoned the car. He abandoned the car and, um, and left I, don't, he, I mean, he was definitely fleeing. I, I know that. That guy who you had a picture of that you, <laughs> that you could have saved, that guy fled the, the scene of a crime. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about London. Mm. You were there. You did a month at the Soho Theater? Dude, I did 18 shows. I did six shows a week for uh, three weeks. So it was uh, three weeks. I got there a little early. They put me up. Uh, have you done the Soho Theater? I have. Did you do the room downstairs? Oh, yeah. That's a good room. Yeah. Now, yeah. did they put you like in that apartment with that yeah. guy, with the friendly landlord? Oh, you know him? Yeah. Did you stay there for, for how long? Like a week. Oh yeah, you did the right time. I think I was I was I was like a little over it by week three, you know, because um, were you getting good crowds? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, and you got good reviews, yeah. right? Pretty good. Any bad ones I can dig? A up? couple, <laughs> a couple that were disappointing, you know. And and I got to tell you, I don't know how you feel about this when you, you perform overseas, but I don't have the same. Fucking confidence! I just well, it's, yeah, it's don't. Scary. No, it's kind of intimidating. I, I I don't know what's going on in the country. Well, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, as much as I think I'm this cosmopolitan guy, and that all cities are kind of alike or very similar to certain extents, it's a different culture, and I'm not a well-traveled guy. Um, and when I'm here, I know what I feel like. I know what people are thinking and doing here. You also know I, half the audience when you're. Here. <laughs> I mean, there. Is, I mean, the people. That was funny what I said, but it's also true. <laughs> like, there's eighty of your friends standing in the corner watching you. It's so true. Who wouldn't get on a Virgin Atlantic flight to come see you in London? But but I, but, I, but but it's always great too. Um, and also, I, f- I found the Soho Theater crowd to be like I had to work for it a little bit. Yeah, they're not they're I not was, like a loose, pumped crowd. That threw me because I I've done the pubs and had great times, and I've done Dublin, and I did a I did Dublin at the end after I did eighteen shows in. Oh, really? You London, must have really wanted it. And and I killed really? in this bar. Do you know Dod David O'Doherty? Yeah. Oh, was it the International Bar? Like I a, a so. tiny bar? No. Oh microphone? no, not the International. No microphone. It, I've done the International. Yeah. But uh, this was uh, – I forget the name. It's such a great place. And uh, he opened for me, which is kind nice. of a joke. And, yeah, it was really nice. He lives right around the corner. And uh, they were fu- – I was like, holy shit. I wish the solo crowd was like this. But the, the solo crowds were – I just – it just threw me. It threw me the way they were reacting. They were, were they watching it like a play sort of? A little bit. Yeah. And that – fuck. What do you – I don't know. You're, you're calmer. Sometimes, I mean those – yeah, I – I'm calmer, but I still want people to laugh. Oh, I understand. And not, but they. I had good shows there, but not all yeah. of them. Were, they were like some were like, "Holy shit, this is <laughs> fucking." And then I would go home and then being watch. alone in London. I mean, I had a few friends, but you know, I mean, I, it was a little bit lonely. Three weeks, and uh, I, I would go to the. I would be walking around solo. <laughs> they put yeah, it was cool though. I liked it. I encouraged you to go overseas, didn't I? When you went to Edinburgh, I feel like were I, you one of the people? I feel who like I'm one of the reasons. I feel like I'm the only person. 
Well, Paul Provenza takes credit for that. Oh, really? No, yeah. but I encourage you. I said it's a good thing you should do it. Did you do Edinburgh? Yeah. I've talked about it so much on the show that I don't even... Oh, okay. Well, I, I loved Edinburgh, and I, I got received so well... I know. I saw some reviews. ...at the festival that I was like, well, fucking London is going to... I had this... I, I envisioned, of course, that I would go to London, and it would be this amazing reception. And and people were really cool and everything, but the the reviews were, uh, you know, good. Some were, eh. And the crowds, like I said, I had to work. So it was a different kind of thing. I feel like, you know... If I go back, I, I will go back uh, and tour there again, and I think I'm going to be a lot more confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Well, you've done it. Yeah. You did it 18 times. 18 So times. you sort of know, okay, I know what it's like to do a show in London. For sure. Right? Yeah. You got to go to where? It, why don't you tour more? You got the movie. Now I'm doing it. You are? Where are you going? Uh, well, I'm touring here, and I'm going back to Gal- I'm going to Galway. Uh, at the end of October for the Galway Comedy Festival. Oh, nice. I'm doing... Uh... Galway's a cool place. Oh, you've been to... Yeah. You've been every... I, yeah, you fucking have been everywhere. Yeah, I'm like... I did Norway this I'm year. I'm like I did... Sting. <laughs> I, my, my tour dates are a lot like Sting's tour dates. <laughs> Is Sting like, still touring? Like Prague and... He... Yeah. Uh... Sting tours a lot. He does? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... You're going? Oh, you, I went to Norway. Yeah, was it the same guys who brought you over there? Oh, those guys are so cool. Yeah, Lars really... and fucking. Uh, well, I don't know if you know Lars. Ralph or Rafe? Ralph. Rafe. Yeah, but the crap comedy festival. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I did Bergen. Yeah, I did. That. And I, I didn't have uh, an easy time in Bergen. Yeah, same here. Oslo, though, I Oslo had one of good, the yeah. best shows. But Bergen was good too. But this is the thing. And tell me about about this. I do not travel internationally that well. I mean, I just am not a good plane guy. I usually take a tranquilizer if I'm going, like a, a clonopin or something for like a 10-hour flight. Uh-huh. And and whatever it is, I, I'm, I'm ju- my body, like, like to go to Norway and do like a show in Bergen the day after I land. Yeah. And, and that was, the flight was insane. It was LAX, to, oh yeah, that's far from was, LA. It was insane. It was, it was. Then I get to Heathrow, and Heathrow, I have to go to. I have to go to. I forget. I I, I took so many planes that I did Bergen in a very strange state. You know what I mean? Like overtired, and that's I just that's sometimes just the difficulty of traveling like yeah, that. But sometimes I think doing shows in that like circumstance. It can be good because yeah, like you don't give like a shit. Where you're just like, sometimes That's your true. flight runs late and you have to walk right to the stage. <laughs> I know what you mean. I've yeah. done that. And you're, like, <laughs> and you're just so wound up that you end up sort of. You don't have the sensor going. You're just kind of like, right. you're having fun. Yeah. Not that I, you know, not that I want that to happen. <laughs> I do want a little downtime before. I, I am a worrier too. Yeah. With fucking flights and shit. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting better because I've been traveling a lot now. You get, are you getting your frequent flyer miles? Dude. I, I feel like you're not. Dude, is that the saddest thing in the oh, world? That... I talk about this on every episode. You do? I, I Because, first of all, since people were flying me, but You still I get the miles. Think... I didn't know That's that. That's a big myth. I didn't you know that. You still get the miles. I feel I could have so many miles Because all these hotshot business guys are getting flown everywhere, and they're the know... ones with like 85 million miles. I not only deleted a man from my Facebook. I know. I haven't gotten miles, and now- I'm one of these people who, who like, now I'm like, well, it's too late now. <laughs> well, you can retroactively get them for, like, no yes, way. if you have your receipt or something. I'm Someone sure. told me, and 
Do you think I have the receipts? No, I don't think you. I don't. Even, <laughs> I don't even think you had your passport or your ticket when you went to the airport. <laughs> oh, by the way, and and that shit, I'm constantly like when I'm going overseas, I'm like, I'm I'm checking for my passport every five yeah, I know, minutes. That's, I know. I've, I'm like, if I lose way. this fucking thing, I know. Um, but Norway was super easy to get into, right? You just go hi, and yeah, I don't even they think were, they even talk to you. You know what the funniest thing was? I had all these papers to go into Edinburgh, uh-huh. and I got into Scotland, and I was looking for someone to present them to. And I finally found someone who was just, ah, go ahead. And he was really like, ah, you should have. He actually said something like, ah, you should have uh, taken some liquor in, huh? I don't know what accent that is, but. <laughs> liquor. Oh, liquor. Well, okay. he was saying, because there was no custom. It was like so ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't I didn't need anything. I know. It's not, it's not like Canada. Canada was rough. Was it Canada that really put me through the mill? Canada. I did the comedy the customs, nest recently. Customers are either super nice or they just they want to yeah. show you how important they are. Yeah. Yeah. Our little sister to the north. Yeah. I went in there once and I had it like on my computer, the paperwork. And she's like, yeah. do you think, uh, why, you think I would have that? Well, I have it on a computer. You, I thought maybe you have it on a computer. <laughs> it, was fi- it was paperwork that was filed. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'm Dropbox sorry. or? I don't know. If <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> You're a listener. Nothing. Oh, big time. So you don't get your frequent flyer miles. Unreal. When's the last time you flew? Well, I have Overseas. Oh, over, oh, London. That was- What airline did you fly? I think United. United. Oh, man. You got to get British United Airways. Miles. British Airways. You got to get Miles. Yeah, I know, man. Get them to go I'm away. So, I'll help you with it. Will you? Yeah. And you won't do it after I help you. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. You won't do it. How do you know? I feel like you know me very well. I just, I do know you. I know you pretty well, but yeah. not really that well. No, but what I you're saying your is pretty true about me. <laughs> I know. Why don't we have we exchanged each other's, each other's phone we exchanged phone numbers for the first time? I don't Maybe because I, I never want to talk to you, <laughs> except when I can use you for my podcast. No, that's not true. So you're going back to go. Where do you? Where are you touring in the states? I'm doing uh, <clears throat> Chicago. Uh, Which place? Next week. It's called, I don't know if you did it. I did it during J- the Just for Laughs Chicago last year, the Lincoln Lodge. Oh, I've and heard that's good. Me. It's cool. It's cool. And the guys who run it, it's a Brit who runs it, Michael McCarthy. And uh, so I'm doing uh, four shows in two nights there, 27 and 28 at the Lincoln Lodge. And then I go to the Comedy Attic. Oh, that's a good place. Oh, yeah. I've never been. Yeah. Nice it's- low ceilings, polite crowds in Bloomington, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Now, you know, it's so funny. I am so ill-traveled. I was thinking, oh, shit. Bloomington, Indiana. But people no, tell it's me it's cool. It's, it's cool. Town. Yeah, it's, it's a college town. It's a college town, huh? Not, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. And then from... Then I'm doing Galway and then I'm doing... And this scares me a little. Uh, oh, Foxwoods. Yeah. There's in, a room in called Connecticut? Comics. Yeah, in Connecticut. Yeah. I've never done that. Have you ever done a casino before? I did it once, dude, out here. I forget what the fucking name, Kashanga, whatever. I, w- the fu- I would go to see I you at a bombed. casino. I mean, it. I started off with um, my sleepy time tea joke, where I say, uh, you know, well, you know, I have insomnia, and I have new age friends who say, Eddie, just drink sleepy time tea. And I then scream at the crowd and I did this in this casino. I go, oh, really? Is sleepy time tea going to make up for the fact that I get molested? And usually that gets a big laugh at this casino, man. 
not up. Where was this? Pin. In, in, um, it was up here. In, oh, was it like Indio? Was it? Yeah, one of those. I did right. something around there. You did? A yeah. casino? Yeah, I did it with Sarah Silverman. Someplace How'd like in go? India. Casinos are always, they are what they are. <laughs> now, this room Sometimes is good. called Comics. Yeah. C-O-M-A. It's a comedy club the casino. What? It's in, the, it's in Foxwoods, which is a yeah, casino. Yeah, and it looks like they're booking cool dudes from what I saw. So maybe they're trying to get a little alty flavor you, uh, or whatever it is. Do you gamble? You know what? I used to gamble on horse racing. Really? I don't even know how that works, horse racing. Well, I don't do it anymore because I – and this is my trip lately or my cause lately. I'm a man of many causes and I have gone vegan with my wife. Not easy. Yeah, you can't be a vegan. Not easy. No, I'm all race. about animal rights. All about animal rights. And the fucking ho- – the Times, New York Times actually last year did a fucking like four-part series about the way – Horses are abused in racing, and I will yeah. not. I will I bet on it I anymore. Can't imagine that that's a good life for a horse. Yeah, man. I, like I didn't some, know. I did not know. Dude, on your back the whole time. Well, this not only really that, but they're shot. Damage. They're shot up with steroids, oh, really? and they're they're run until their legs. It's also just weird to go watch people race on horses. I think it's just kind of a weird. Like, you know what, though. I, I, the characters, the I know. people de- who go depressing. to racetracks. You ever go to like an off-track betting? Place? Yes, I God, used to. Do. You know, I went through this phase of I don't know if you've ever. Ooh. You, you, I doubt ever did something like this. But I'm do you just... remember the fucking artist way, which was this like oh, yeah. self-help? I heard about that. Yeah. And I've always been like, oh, shit, I, I can unleash my creativity more. And I got into this artist way thing, and there was this, there's this thing. I'm laughing at it now, but there's this thing called take yourself on an artist date. Really? Just yourself. So I pretended I, I took a ro- – I, I rolled up a newspaper. I took like a little cheap cigar and I had a pork pie hat and I hung out at an OTB all day in character going around, hitting the paper, going – and I'd be looking up at the televisions. <laughs> and the, the idea of this artist way date was you, re- you need to have joy <laughs> I was really into acting then too. I was very because I, I I I've taken a lot of acting classes and shit, yeah. and uh, I was at an OTV in Manhattan in character all day, hitting a rolled up newspaper, going, "Come on, Lucky Strike!" There was no. I just yelled that for hours. There was no Lucky Strike. There was no horse named Lucky Strike, but I kept yelling that. Come on! And people thought I was insane. See, now if you did that, there would be like, no way you wouldn't film that. Like, why (laughs) why would I be doing this? Why would I just be doing it? Why would I not film this? The only reason to do this. For (laughs) Jash. This is a Jash project. This has Jash written all over it. So, uh... I don't like to gamble. I, I find it I, – like I really – I don't know if this is completely lame. I don't know how you'll react to this, but I do not like Vegas. Uh, I don't – I don't – Do you like Vegas? I've never, I, I've never gone to Vegas where I could just go and watch shows. Like I've never seen a show in Vegas. I'd like to do that. I saw but, Rickles for his 80th birthday and oh, that was funny. The, oh, <laughs> yes. I love Rickles. That was the only time I ever saw him. And it was for an 80th birthday. And the best part of seeing Don Rickles in Vegas, and this was the pure Vegas experience, was Larry King's wife 
opened for him. She's a singer. I don't oh know if he's God. still married to her. This was about five years ago. No, nah, he's had probably a couple more wives. He's been married seven times. <laughs> but I think. Larry King himself was standing outside greeting people, and that was very funny. Oh my God! And yeah, 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 yeah. And then at one point she sang. She opened for Rickles. She sang, and uh, and this fucking was so Vegas, and I loved it because it was so Vegas. She was singing. People need people. And there were video monitors and there were pictures of Larry with the kids oh and stuff. God. And I just, that was so great. You can't do that. Open, your opening act can't have like visual. <laughs> Go up there. That's sing, why last night I had some minutes. Josh videos and I said, no, let me not, let me not do that to Todd. <laughs> Speaking of acting now, I know I yeah. told you this, but I auditioned for that A Serious Man was that the movie, the Coen Brothers? Coen Bro- you did? And I auditioned, and I looked at this part, and I go, Eddie Pepitone should be doing this part. Mother And I was almost, like, I was so intimidated by the audition that I almost- <gasps> Were you auditioning su- for I them? I almost suggested you, and then I, I said, maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be that nice a guy where I can audition and go- It was the part that Richard Kind got, where the, sort of the brother- You know, I, I look at Richard Kind, and I, like, go, that fuck- because I feel like he is like I'm that kind of type a little bit, and they always give he was it good him. though, and but you would have been good too. I would have been good, yeah. And I, I was the terrible. reason why I'm saying I would fuck. Have, my audition was terrible, dude. I, I had to I scream have and fuck. like I was like, oh, I'm not a guy who's gonna come unhinged. Oh, oh really? An audition. What was the movie that you had a big that you were really delocated? Was that, that a movie, dummy? Well, <laughs> oh, delocated with Benjamin, the TV show. No, Glazer, John Glazer. Glazer. What are you thinking of, man? The boxer movie. The bo- I loved seeing you mean the you wrestler, in that. The wrestler. The wrestler. The boxer movie. The, we was... just went from TV show. <laughs> oh, boy, I am. I'm 67. I think he's holding it I together. About the boxer. Uh, it was a boxer. I'm doing shit arm. like that now. You know, the one with the dog. He's got thumb wars. No, wrestler, wrestler, wrestler. Yeah, I was in that. That was cool. That you, were uh, good. That, you wouldn't have been good in that role. But this other thing I had auditioned for. Yeah, was it was it in front of them, the Cone Brothers? It was in front of no oh God. It was in front of like a casting assistant, and I walked in. I go, I'm going to need help with this one. I mean, I thought that was the best thing to do. Oh, just really? like I knew, you like, knew it, huh? I knew. I was just like screaming and just stuff. You know, like, we can say shit like, you know what, this isn't for me. Yeah, I thought since they asked for me to audition, yeah. it'd be good to show yeah. them how. Wrong. Did they the help? Was. Did they help you? She helped me a little, but I think she knew it wasn't good. But uh, right. But you know, I recently auditions can be so fucking intimidating. I'm trying to think. I had a big audition for. Uh, I had Jim Jarmusch in the room. Oh really? And he he was you know he, when he was the shit. You did? Yeah. <laughs> he's nice. He seemed nice. But he's like cool as shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this was in Manhattan when I was in Manhattan and it was for the movie and I got I got it. But it was a real little part. I got to interact with For Forrest Whitaker in the movie about the samurai. I forget the fucking name of it. Yeah, I don't know either. You know what I'm talking about though? No, no I don't. Do you not watch? I watch Are you movies. not like a John Moosh guy? I've watched I like yeah. Down by Law. Ah, that's good. Were you in that? <laughs> Why weren't you in that movie? I was in that. But this was a trip. I was so excited to get the part, right? And I go on set and Forrest Whitaker, this was before he won his Oscar and shit. Forrest Whitaker was getting made up next to me. He didn't say a word to me. And I, and and then I'm just waiting. 
and all these mugs were around. I forget Victor Argo, like these classic old timey right. fucking guys. And um, uh, I'm waiting around forever to film, and it's getting dark. And finally, I get called and my I had like two lines, both of them cut. Jarmusch goes, "Yeah, man." The only thing he said to me. Because I actually approached him, which was a total no-no. Yeah. I approach him and go, hey, what what about the lines? <laughs> I told him Oh, so him you showed that. up on the set and, and- – He was – no, he was directing. He goes, he goes uh, sorry, man. Well, we're, we're not going to need you, that kind of thing? No, no. They they used me, but just basically a glorified oh, extra. Oh, they didn't cut all your lines. They cut – They did. Oh, they cut all? I was a glorified extra who, who drove up and Forrest Whitaker – I drove up – and I bump into Forrest Whitaker in a parking lot. I had a couple of lines, but they were cut. I just bump into him, give him a weird look, and then go in, and he ch- takes my plate and changes it. And the worst part of the shoot was I was with a little kid, and, uh, you know, my my kid, quote-unquote, and, and my wife, quote-unquote, and the kid was <laughs> an entitled oh, little oh, like a little, shit, little a st- stage. And he yeah. had a stage. He had a stage. I think it was dad with him, and the dad didn't discipline him at all. The kid was throwing shit around. He didn't want to be there. The kid didn't want to be there, and the dad was like, Arnie, 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 like would not discipline him, was like suggesting things for him to do. (laughs) Arnie, what if you uh, made a a mountain with the rocks instead of throwing them? Like he was just an ill-behaved kid, and and it's funny, you know, that goes under the the, – the heading, be careful what you wish for. I wished I was in a Jarmusch film. It turned out to be a nightmare. <laughs> but you still had a little part in it. I did. You just didn't get to talk at all? I hope they didn't no. downgrade your pay. <laughs> that doesn't even seem legal. But I think, so you went up to him and you said, what happened to the lines? And what yeah. did he say? He just, you know, they had gone over filming too. This was like, they were like a week or two over. And he just had this look like, oh man, believe me. He goes, he, he tried to be nice to me, but- you know, what kind of came off was like, dude, I, I don't really want to. We, we, we don't have time for it, man. You know, and I was like, you know, I just was like, OK. I think it's cool that you went up to him because I feel like he, if he has any empathy, which I'm sure he does, you know, yeah. this guy's disappointed. Yeah, was he was came here. He's excited to yeah. work with me. Mm-hmm. And then I cut his lines and he doesn't even know till he gets here. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Because I, I loved I don't know if you ever saw this, but my favorite Charmers film was is called Stranger Than Paradise. And it's like maybe his first and maybe the thing that kind of like brought him to everybody's attention. And it was about – it was John Lurie that, you know – He follows he me used. on Twitter. <laughs> he does. He should follow me. Lurie, follow me, baby. Anyway, uh, he just kept talking about how he didn't want to go to Czechoslovakia. It was just this – or Cleveland. They wind up in Cleveland in the winter. Just these two losers who live in a black and white film. Uh, really funny in a, in a bizarre way. Huh. Anyway. I didn't see it. Maybe anyway. I did see it. So after Foxwoods, what else do you have? <laughs> uh, uh, do you have like a booking agent? Now I do. Now I now I do. It's innovative. I'm, I finally, I don't even know if I should talk about this, but I, I mean, I finally There's signed no up rules. like a big, big agent. There's no rules in this place. So yeah, uh, I don't know if I have anything after Foxwoods. They're working on 2014 for me now. Really? What about the rest of this year? Get those fallouts. Oh, yeah? <laughs> say, say, can you look for fallouts? That's the lingo. That's for when, you know. I'm not crazy, though, about traveling every single week, you know? I don't mind. I don't mind being here. Yeah. 
You know, I don't. I, I I've had two months here. Before this, I was like, I was really going all over with the film. You know, I went, I did, I did Portland, and I did Seattle, and I did Boston, I did New York, I did Montreal, like back to back to back. I even did Rochester, which was a cool little gig. Yeah, why not? Yeah, and I was just traveling a lot. And I were you I, doing shows and showing the film? Yes, both. Uh, one night we screen the movie and then either the previous or next night I would do stand up which was kind of cool but I would think you'd want to tour I mean I know you don't like traveling but no I do want to don't tour you now. get tired of just doing short sets you seem like a guy well, who's got a lot to say yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing that's a- no no you know what's interesting man is I used to be uh, the king of the short set like I, I used to just love coming in for 10, 15 minutes, you know, and, oh, it's nice. and getting out. But now what's really wild is uh, since I've been headlining and traveling a lot and headlining, it's hard for me to readjust and do the shorter set. It is a little weird. Sometimes you get on stage after, like, if I come back from doing a bunch of headlining shows and then I do a showcase club in the city, yeah. you're like, uh, do I do like the first 10 minutes of what I did when the headlining set? And you're kind of scrambling around in your head. Yeah, I, to... I also find that I meander a lot because I like to, um, I like to like just like explore what the fuck is going on, you know, in in, in the bit that I'm doing or whatever. And, uh, I, and then I've realized, holy shit, 10 minutes is gone and I haven't really done. So did that movie, that movie helped you though? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was good. Definitely. And, and, uh, yeah, it was Steve Fine Arts, the director, did a did a great job, and uh, I it has helped me. It you should has. get a free vacuum out of that. <laughs> it's like ten vacuuming scenes in that movie. Oh shit, that's right. Oh, I've caught in a lot of shit for the vacuuming. Do people people must ask you about the vacuuming? Yes. So you've like I have a vacuum. I never use a vacuum. <laughs> you don't have to. You have carpet. I have a rug. But I don't even Do you have a classically small New York City? Abode? I have a pretty nice, nice size now. I've had the, I've had the walk up dumpy place. Oh, okay. Now I have a little nicer place. It's not like fancy, fancy. Right. It's not like Woody Allen. <laughs> it's not like Woody Allen's thirty million dollar apartment. No, it's not. It's not like Woody Allen. Yeah. No. no. Would you you you'd like to work for him? Wouldn't you? I would, especially. I, I saw his last fucking movie, and he had Louie, and he had didn't he have another comic? He had Andrew Dice Clay. Oh yes, yeah, it was yeah, good, really good. Yeah, he was great because he was he was. It was kind of himself. I think. He was or totally at least his character almost. He was totally himself. Yeah, I'd love to do a Woody Allen movie. I was actually like, uh, well, if this is for people who have seen Blue Jasmine, but I loved. He always he loves like the dumb blue collar guys, like the guys who would just like, well, what what are you what are you studying that for? Archaeology? Why don't you come out with us? Like, I would love to do shit like that. Like, what was that guy's name? Carnival. Carnival, Car- yeah. Bobby Carnival. Yeah. You radiate too much intelligence that I play a dumb guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. No, you could play a dummy. I could, yeah. Yeah. You're like, I mean, a dummy would complain about an accident for three hours. <laughs> say he actually was lucky enough to get a picture of the guy who caused the accident. And, whoa, whoa. And delete it. Whoa, whoa. How, how does the iCloud? <laughs> how does the iCloud work? Because my iPhone keeps telling me I have storage problems. <laughs> By the way, it's been telling me that for a couple of months. I have not 
I have not gotten up the energy to go to the iPhone. The uh, what, what is the store where everyone seems like they're in a cult and it's white? Apple store. The Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> I I know. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's I, laughing that you didn't know you couldn't come up with the Apple store. Yeah, the Apple store. Where's that f- place where they sell the in here, Apple out products? Here, yeah, out here there's one in a fucking mall, and it's it's consumed with people like you go in there and everybody's like around all the gadgets and i'm like excuse me i was in blue jasmine i'm bobby carnival can i get this fixed do you uh do you go to the one at the grove no i saw ben kingsley there once (laughs) i saw ben kingsley once these were in my heady days in hollywood in the chateau marmont uh, when I was staying there occasionally. I've never stayed there. You stayed at the Chateau Marmont? Well, because I uh, I uh, dated a very famous, 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 famous person. Oh. Family, sister. Yeah, yeah I know who and, and so I was staying at the Chateau Marmont, and that was so funny to me. Like, Just seeing bed. I was so intimidated by that whole- Did you see Sexy Beast? I did. That's. I think that's one. That was amazing movie. That was an amazing. Yeah, that's a movie. great fucking movie. That made me love him. I think he was great in that. Yeah, he's. Ta- it's yeah, he's Kingsley is one of these yeah, guys. He's a great actor, but King <laughs> Kingsley's one of these guys though, who, um, like De Niro, will do a lot of shit. Yeah, which surprises and like me. Every once in a while, Kingsley will do a movie, and it's and it's yeah, I know what Just you're saying. Piece of shit. Um. But how about the range, Sexy Beast and Gandhi? That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know? You just burned a bridge with De Niro, you know? <laughs> I've been burning bridges with him lately. Really? Well, I'm a, hol- I'm a critic. You know, when you live out here, Todd, you don't. But when you live out here, you feel like, at least I do. Did you Andy Kindler him? I, I've been Andy Kindlering people. <laughs> you know? Really? I just, I just think, you know, you're surrounded by the business and it, it just grates on me, hmm. you know? Did you Andy Kindler me? No, I haven't done no, that. No, you're a fan of mine. I'm a fan. That was a funny thing last night, too. I don't know if we should go back to that. but it, No. No, okay. What was Well, I loved it when the first guy you picked out last night, you go, are you a fan? And he goes, no, you go, are you a are you, did a you craze, say a craze, craze fan? And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, uh, he was like, I'm pretty even killed about you. <laughs> I th- you know, that's fair enough. Right? Yeah, it was. All right, Eddie. I think we... Uh... I don't know how to end my podcast, and I always say that I don't know how to end it. Do you think we can end it right now? Is there anything you want to promote? Um, At Eddie Pepitone on Twitter? At Eddie Pepitone on Twitter and uh, just EddiePepitone.com. Yeah. I don't know if I've been to your site lately. Updated? Yeah, it's been updated. Tour dates on there? Tour dates are on there. Does someone run your site? Yes. Thank God. You know I couldn't. uh... Yeah. Oh, I know. Well, hold it. Excuse me. What is a URL? Am I calling the right place? This is Noah's Bagels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Eddie Pepitone, everyone. Thanks for having Thanks, me. Matt. Thanks for Thanks, coming. Thanks, sure. All right. I hope you enjoyed my talk with Eddie Pepitone from an L.A. studio using $5,000 microphones. I'm using my $90 mic right now to tell you my upcoming tour dates. October 25th, I'll be at the Halifax Pop Explosion. Then October 29th, I'm doing a live Todd Berry podcast at the Bell House in Brooklyn, with Natasha Leone, Hannibal Burris, Andy Borowitz, and Nick Turner. Uh, November 8th and 9th, I'll be in Chicago at the Up Comedy Club. 
November 12th, my first ever show in Mississippi at Brewski's. November 13th, New Orleans at the Hell Yes Festival. Uh, November 14th, Pensacola, Florida, my first trip and show there at the Vinyl Music Hall. Two shows that night. Two shows in Pensacola. Who does that? Then, November 16th, I'll be in Cleveland at the Cleveland Comedy Festival. You can go to toddberry.com for all ticketing information. There's a little thing that says tickets. You didn't need me to explain that to you. I think you get it. You're a smart bunch. Follow me on Twitter. Also follow Feral Audio, F-E-R-A-L-A-U-D-I-O. They bring you this podcast. They bring it to you. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next week. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations.